Hey, 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 it's me, Katie here. Grab a notebook, add a cuppa, and join me in the sociology staff room. Hello and welcome to the Sociology Staff Room. I'm Duncan Hall, unusually, not uh, Katie Tyler, but I'm joined by Katie Tyler um, to talk to us uh, today about the possibility of changing topics and specifically um, taking on the topic culture and identity. So that's a, an interesting proposition. Obviously, 90-odd percent of um, AQA um, students do families and households as their um, paper one topic uh, in the A-level. Um, and the next most popular, but it's still quite niche, is culture and identity. So, Katie, you've made that swap. When did you do it and, and why was that? Um, yeah, so I've, I've made a swap this year, but I have taught it previously. So mm-hmm. I sort of like, it's not a complete... I'm doing it for the first time. So I taught that pre-2016. Um, and I think pre like changes basically um and i really really enjoyed it but i think with all the change and thing i sort of we went, i went back into sort of a bit of a comfort zone and it worked for the staff at the time that we we stuck with families and there was a lot lot more resources out there for that yeah. obviously um so i thought you know we've had like a sort of couple of years under our belt now and i sort of wanted to go have a bit of a change really um mm-hmm. so i've changed to cultural identity um this year and i'm really really enjoying it i think the students are so yeah i've sort of just started teaching it now because i've made a change in september but I haven't started teaching it until like february this year so okay. uh, again okay yeah. let's start with the positives so why do cultural identity have other than for a change what's what's good about it why is it a topic that you might want to do yeah i mean the reason i sort of thought about it it's been in my head for a while is obviously um those people that teach gcse sociology i for, mm. and i know there's pros and cons for it on carrying mm-hmm. on with family um but part of the reason was although you know it's not like I said, it's good because if they do cultural identity, it's a change. And I think yeah. if they do it GCSE, it just feels a bit samey. Um, so that's one of the reasons. But I understand why people would want to just deal with family because it cements their knowledge and then they can mm. build the valuation skills. But one is obviously to keep that engagement into A-level from GCSE. Uh, the second reason is it's very synoptic in nature. So I feel that although there are a few sort of things that are particular to cultural identity, a lot of that will be taught in your other units, whatever, whether it be core units or your option units, there's a lot of synopsicity within that. There's there's a third. The third reason is I feel like it's really contemporary. So I think where it is repetitive in its sort of synopsicity of the concepts, I think where you can apply contemporary examples in, I feel like it's a lot more student friendly in that point, very um, Gen Z, (laughs) okay? Like it's very contemporary. and so I feel like you've got that student engagement there from that point of view. Mm. I also like the fact that it teaches stuff that we don't really teach in other topics as much. Mm. Maybe you do in health, like with disability, but that's taught, and sexuality, which I think we don't mm. really sort of carve out any no. sort of exploration L- into sexuality. A little, yeah. little bit in the media, um, but, but, but you know, very much specifically about media representations rather mm. than anything beyond that. Mm. Yeah, so I quite like that. There's sort of those four or five different reasons there. Um, so... Yeah, I think it's for me. It's it's a, a it's a win win on so many different angles, and the mm. students seem to really like it, which is obviously really important. Is that buying from students? Um, I made the decision to teach you rather than they did, but for actually yeah. weirdly, and I know we're not talking about that now, but for year 
13, I actually put it to the vote um, and said to the mm. students, I took one thing out that I didn't want to teach just because it's not where my specialist area is. Um, I just felt a bit like out of my comfort zone, but I gave them the choice to which mm. unit I wanted to teach. So I think that's also important is that student what, what, engagement. What have they chosen? In, in, interesting. Just... The stratification for year stratification 13, which I understand, year. again, if you don't like it at GCSE and then you've mm. got it into year 13, but yeah. they seem to like mm. it. So they've, yeah, yeah. they've taken that on. But, um, but, but yeah. yeah. Again, very synoptic. The reason I was sort of asking was I know quite a lot of people who do cultural identity tend to do media as well, that those two kind of support each other a little so i was just interested from that point of view i mean from the point of view of being synoptic across the whole spec cultural identity and stratification seem like a, a good choice i suppose that brings us to what you know obviously 90 90 odd percent of people do do families um and there are reasons why they do so sort of, i suppose some of them are sort of historical reasons but and but i think you mentioned resources and things like that so what are some of the challenges to changing to cultural identity yeah i mean there isn't as many resources out there like obviously mm. you've got chapters in textbooks whatever you use whether that be the two to two ones you've got your obviously topic uh, companions you've mm -hmm. got chapters within obviously the big sort of uh, publishers as well so they're they're there but as in anything extra there isn't i think if you would sort of outsource or get resources from uh, like other teachers who teach or other communities wherever it is there just isn't the same volume because as you said them. there's not yeah. less of them if you've got 90% mm. of the, the students taking it there isn't those things made um so it's things like like knowledge organizers or even like uh ex sort of exam questions people aren't yeah. sort of sharing them and then from a moderation point of view you haven't got as many people that will are able to moderate with you mm -hmm. um so you are restricted on the resources end but then on the sort of payoff for that is because it is synoptic, there are stuff you can take from other topics and apply mm -hmm. that across. So as I mentioned, like socialisation, obviously socialisation is taught in education and in uh, religion and obviously in uh, media and in um, education. So actually those things you can take across mm -hmm. and put them across there and then use contemporary examples in there. So it's a lot of the names, you, there's only a few names that I would say are only like cultural identity names. The rest of them actually, <laughs> your studies, are from your other units so mm. there's a lot more which i've talked about um on other times is like your value for the money names there are so much yeah. value for money money names in the cultural identity that you use from mm. other topics there's only a few in there that talk, maybe talk about sexuality and yeah uh disability yeah that are particular to that unit or like yeah. i'm thinking coolie maybe um when you talk about well, that's yeah i was gonna say if you've got a question on interactionism or social action theory in paper three as your you know um as your theory type essay there's a lot in cult you know from point of view of where students would bring that information from you know they're a little bit limited from some of the more popular options you got, you got becker and uh, cohen and, and a few things there but you know there's a a lot more um names that you probably just introduce in a theory lesson <laughs> you know like cooley and uh, goffman and things that you know you do a bit more on in cultural identity so that's quite handy from that point of view isn't it if you've got that sort of a theory question yeah and also post-modernity i was thinking like mm. post-modernity is a really big theory yeah. in there so you've got your interactions obviously said mentioned goffman and and, and mead as well um yeah. you can use uh, and cooley so they're a bit more particular to that unit i think and obviously mm. you're post-modernist as well so there's a lot more um emphasis on those theories so i think it helps with that sort of theory and methods element to it um so i think what it lacks in sort of 
resources i think it's just been a bit more imaginative of where you can get that from pre-existing um and i think there is a growing sort of discussion about people wanting to do it and i think you can source out people that will moderate with you whether that be online or something like that other teachers i know that i've that's how i've done it so see where you'd normally like moderate maybe with people that are local to you you probably could source that out on mm. through the online community as well yeah um i was, I was interested because you were saying that it was very contemporary and obviously issues to do with identity and culture are, are very current and, and contemporary but obviously the spec itself was written several years ago now um and some of the issues that we might talk about have become more prominent since or things that we discuss more now how do you keep it current while you know not deviating too far from from the specification is that is that a challenge um i think one of the challenges about sensitivity I think mm -hmm. that's the biggest one. So like, I think an element of deviation always happens in social media, whether you teach education, yeah. media. And I think mm -hmm. as long as you don't, I think there's actually, for me, I think there's a bigger problem with that sometimes for students as a teacher with the media topic. I think they mm -hmm. think they know what new media is or whatever. And it ends up becoming a discussion around, they end up sort of answering the question, either describing TikTok, Instagram, whatever yeah. it is. Or what or was on the telly last night. Or, or was yeah. on TV last night, yeah. rather than applied theory. Whereas mm -hmm. I think the cultural identity, because it is already sort of quite abstract, they don't mm -hmm. tend to apply it to things that are concrete in that way where they're just writing real life examples. I think the yeah. bigger issue is the sensitivity nature of it. And that's mm -hmm. something that I'm very mindful of, of is spotlighting. Mm -hmm. So obviously I've just started talking about socialization and ethnicity and identity and mm -hmm. and just really mindful of that and just being conscious that the examples are broad enough but also applicable it just, a lot of planning goes into it isn't just like i just put an example yeah. oh, that that just works um because i'm conscious of the shoots i have in my class and I'm conscious mm -hmm. of what where they are in their own sort of journey um and also what i'm exposing the students to because obviously that balanced view as well um mm -hmm. so you know, I'm sort of mindful of that. I try and sort of make sure everything's vetted before, I, well, I'm not make sure I'm vet everything before it goes in. So I think the yeah. bigger issue is rather than going off on a tangent and making it a bit descriptive, is making sure that it's 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 mindful of where the students are and the sensitivity around uh, their own sort of experiences and knowledge and, and sort mm -hmm. of making sure that it's always through the lens of theory. Um, yeah rather than so like we're talking about national identity and ethnic yeah. identity obviously if you do it through the lens of theory rather than this is what i think or something you know it's making sure it's, it's done in a very balanced and professional manner yeah 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 and i th i mean i don't want necessarily want us to go down a, a tangent of this right now but i think it's something mm. like maybe sort of trans identity for example which isn't specifically mentioned on the specification but obviously if you're talking about gender you know in keeping it contemporary it's likely to it's likely to be included you know that huge sensitivities around around that potentially um so quite and making I, sure that i'm using research you know it's not just like mm. oh whoever on tiktok who's talking yeah. about it you know yeah, yeah. um i've spoken to a variety of sociologists around this in regards to gender and education and looking at transgender mm. identity yeah. so there is research that's coming out uh, and making sure that it's reputable sociologists as long as it's um you know it's not like someone like i said off tiktok that just talking not saying people off tiktok are but no, you know but yeah it's making it's, sure it's, it's academic and it's academic, it's academic and, it's and it's through that based. lens it's mm. research based um and the same with sort of looking at 
I mean, obviously at the moment we can't negate the fact that we're talking about sort of uh, recent migration laws in the UK. Um, it seems it's, it's appropriate to bring that into the lesson, but then again, looking it through the lens of academic theory rather than, you know, students will want to express their views. Mm. And that's what's great about sociology. It allows them to do that, but also being mindful that it isn't a place to sort of just go, well, this is what I think, do you no. know what I mean? Um, um, and, and being sensitive to that because ultimately, yeah. um, and sensitive to the news that you're watching as well. I think as long as mm. we're making sure that we sort of keep it academic yeah. um, and not to, you know, to be mindful of what the news and what they're seeing. Because I think the news I'm watching is very different to the news they're watching as well. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah. And I suppose be mindful of the fact that there'll be a, a range of views within within the group and that they might feel symbolically annihilated or whatever sometimes mm. if if their view is being sort of othered or presented as being you know uh, the wrong the wrong one um it's it's yeah so i mean on that basis would you say that it's you know although it's there's lots there's lots of positives <laughs> for doing it that, that that it's quite challenging and that there's requires certain skill set that yeah, know, I mean, I was thinking about this. That... <laughs> well, no, I'm saying, not sorry. I'm thinking, not... I was thinking if you were like, I say, if you're new to teaching, I suppose if you're mm. an ECT or you're in that like first year teacher, unless your degree has a big emphasis on your looked up culture and identity for argument's mm. sake, because of the amount of resources that are already available for families for argument's sake, and um, mm. I was thinking for the yeah, like beliefs potentially, I would really because obviously the year two stuff, um, I would. I would personally maybe not t to go go on everyone do cultural identity like mm. just I'm just sharing my experience and yeah. that overbearing in mind I've been teaching for nearly 20 well yeah 20 years mm. so it's not you know I think if you are learning your pedagogy you're learning your craft then it makes sense to look at stuff that's that's already out there um yeah. because obviously there's so many different things to manage so the fact that you haven't got as many resources out there you've got the sensitivity of the subject and the topic nature, the sort of abstract nature of it. So there isn't that sort of, which is a bit I actually like. Um, I like all those sort of gray areas, but it's not like you could do a, a column with like agree, disagree, and that's it. And we're done and dusted. No. Not the suggesting the other units can, um, <laughs> but there's also those, you've got to have sort of a bit of know where the specs go in, in like the bigger picture in order to teach it. Whereas if you're sort of in your first year of teaching, second year of teaching, you're still learning your craft, still understanding the spec inside out, that maybe you don't know what's going to happen no. in like the second year in January for argument's sake. So it's hard to mm. see that bigger picture potentially. Yeah. How do, um, I'm, I'm deviating massively from our script that we have, but how, how do the- We have a script. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, our, our our suggested question how do um lower ability students find it do they because obviously um you're you're talking about these gray areas and the complexities mm. and, and things of it really good question uh, do they do they struggle with it or is it as accessible as some of the other units so i've taught in two environments at the moment mm. and this is where i will i am working in a grammar school so yeah. potentially you could argue you know, mm. that they may be high ability students. Yeah. I say that, like, obviously. Yeah. I mean, I guess um, A level yeah. students have all, are, all, are all selective, aren't they? They've all been, you know, they've all had to pass a certain amount of. Well, GCSEs this is what I was about to, to say. Yeah. Um, you know, at the end of the day, with, with 
passing your GCSEs and getting onto A-level courses, mm. arguably the students are able to access the material. I have taught it in a non-selective school and the students did really well in that unit mm-hmm. as well. So I, my sort of going back full circle, I think it's, I actually think personally that actually it's better to, for mixed ability students because of mm-hmm. the fact that it's the revision element to it. They're not learning something new. Like as much as I like the family unit, there was quite a lot to sort of cover. I'm not disliking the family unit, but there is a lot no. to cover. So you've got the policies, you've got demography, yeah. you've got gender. Like there's lots of like that bits and they're all, and some of them were synoptic and some of them are like standalone and they're all, you know, got childhood in there as well. And so there's quite a lot to cover from a, like a knowledge, then a synopticity point of view. Mm. Whereas cultural identity will just fit nicely into stuff that you've already, like you've already taught socialization, you've already taught theories, you've already talked a bit, probably a little bit about identity. The only thing that I suppose is different would be things like mass culture. Mm-hmm. But obviously, if you t- t- cover media, then you would have covered yeah, that yeah. anyhow. Popular culture, you weirdly would have already talked global culture without even realizing it yeah, through yeah. globalization. So, a lot of that. You go, oh my goodness, what's global really, culture? And again, really synoptic stuff that's used. Yeah, and the same with subcultures. So subcultures will come mm-hmm. in education and it will come up in crime. So actually, there's only a handful of stuff that's just particular, mm. as I said earlier, to culture and identity. Um, so actually, I think all ability students, I think the key thing is scaffolding. So if you have got low ability students or students that struggle maybe with literacy, then we ensure that scaffolding is in for those students and then obviously yeah. they're adaptive learning for them um hmm. but yeah the flip of that <laughs> just out of interest i remember several years ago there was a cultural identity 10 marker and i don't remember the exact wording but it was something along the lines of um it was it was bringing together consumption with um identity i think was the was the sort of outline and explained 10 mm-hmm. marker um and i remember that the same year the families won it was really complex and you had to think about how policies linked to linked to the family and then how that changed family. You know, it was like, it was a real sort of process to it. And the cultural identity one, you were basically getting into the mid band with goths buy black clothes. You know? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm probably, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm probably exaggerating slightly. But, I think but, you might be slightly. I, 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 I think the way you're going with me, so I'm going to let you talk and I'll see so i mean you know in all of sociology they you know we get things where people do kind of common sense type answers that you might have potentially have been able to come up with without having done the course and you'll get some marks for doing it i mean parts of cultural identity you could arguably say arguably say feel a bit yeah perhaps feel a bit more like um general studies or something like that where you could you know if you're someone who's quite you know is interested in what's going on in society and is aware of stuff that you could probably you know obviously you wouldn't have any of the theory you wouldn't be talking about all of that but you know say how does consumption help with you know link to impact on popular culture i mean fashion and food and um (laughs) You know, what I, I think maybe it was subcultures. Maybe it was consumption and subcultures. Yeah, I mean, what that I was part, that might have been it. I'm trying to think. There was definitely one where goth, goth sport <laughs> yeah. black clothes, but, but and obviously they had to kind of make that link. But it, yeah. but ultimate, but ultimately the, you know, it was quite a sim compared with you know. Well, I think it's simple perhaps, because of the fact the kids and this what goes back to the buying from the students. Yeah. They're mm. living that with sometimes with the family stuff. You're talking about stuff, and they're like, 
it doesn't like it doesn't affect them because they're not parents mm. and they're not living whereas if my demographic were uh mature learners then that might be might be different whereas i think sometimes we do stuff in the family and they're like gender mm. roles like or they might be talking about and they might see stuff play out in their family yeah, yeah. or they're talking about you know dem demographic changes or policies but there isn't that say whereas i think because of the world they're accessing like consumption and you know i won't mention brands because obviously i don't want us to get see there's certain brands where they can obviously see where that uh commodity fetishism is taking place mm -hmm. it's a lot easier because they're living that and that, they sort that, of go that drink yeah, we could be talking about that drink we could be talking about that yeah. drink or we could be talking about yeah. a pair of shoes actually they were telling me about a pair of shoes right. oh, they're back in fashion again are they <laughs> um so, so they can see it a bit more because they're mm. And also the fast pace of it as well, because obviously yeah. the way the social media works, uh, and even the point that they've seen things that like what's hot in two thousand twenty two is not hot in two thousand twenty three. <laughs> I was like, what? No. What was what was hot in two thousand twenty one? I mean, <laughs> do you mean like, they, they're part yeah. of that life? Whereas I think yeah. if you look at the sometimes a family unit, um, they aren't experiencing every aspect no. of the family so when you talk about it they're sort of learning twice one the sociology but also what you said was the common sense bit yes. isn't actually common sense for them because they're like i don't know what yeah. i don't really know what you're talking about no. because of their no, family no. setup or whatever yeah. yeah similarly i suppose culture and identity does have some old stuff in it which might not which might seem you know, like every module does but i mean perhaps the stuff on mass culture feels you know pretty dated i mean either you know obviously you can make lovely applications with you know mead and cooley and goffman but it was all a long time ago now um so do they do you find that they want to talk about tiktok and not about how waiters presented themselves in everyday life according to goffman <laughs> yeah yeah um <laughs> like yeah i think i mean but then i suppose it's the same for like when um, yeah same as other topics yeah so mm. i was thinking about like bourdieu and obviously i showed them what which was talking about france in like the 1800s yeah. or whatever it is um and obviously i get them to the modern day example of like he's yes. talking about picnics and baguettes and cheese or whatever <laughs> like he was pulling them then in that matrix and so again remember in sociology it's the application rather yeah, than sure. the knowledge so i mean the careful thing and when i've spoken about this before is Bourdieu or Goffman isn't talking about TikTok and so you, no. it's a concept that we use to understand so we have to remind students of that but like the same you have to do with other topics like education mm -hmm. or whatever it is I think it's yeah you've got to be careful of how they apply it and making sure they're applying it across rather than going <laughs> Bourdieu talking about Instagram um, or whatever <laughs> or, or Alpha there yeah. or Cooley or, or so on so yeah yes. but I think some of those concepts because the nature of them being so Gray. I don't like use that word because it sounds like a negative, but so, like, you know, they're not like, I don't know, the way they say that it feels so concrete in the same way that other theories do. I think they sort of can apply that quite well and they're mm -hmm. like, they can see it. I think I mentioned earlier on another podcast that we talked about was there's like a comedy I was watching yesterday with a, a comedian called May Martin. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. And I literally. I know, know from Taskmaster. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, I don't. I, I don't know their other work, but I do know them from Taskmaster. Yeah. I can. I can take their their work, and there's like segment, mm. segments from that, which has been said, and I can, I can apply that to like a, a one minute bit of the sociology lesson because mm. they've explained 
certain aspects of sociology in such a succinct way that the students can then access that information and isn't that our job isn't that our job of, of sociology teachers is to give the students the tools to ac access that abstract theory and the concrete mm -hmm. world and to make an understanding of it and then to engage them into this sociological imagination yeah. so there you go done <laughs> that sounds great i had another question but i feel like that 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 summed it up nicely and my next question was going to be like a little bit negative and mithering compared with that really positive ending. Shall I try it quickly and we can cut it out if, you, if we want to. <laughs> so it's going to be, that all sounds amazing and brilliant and the students really engage with it. Then you get to the summer and it might be evaluate the usefulness of functionalist ideas about socialisation or something like that. And it's like, do you know what there is there was again i'm obviously everyone teaching different examples but i was flicking yeah. through some and there was one and i don't i'm gonna get it the wrong way around yeah. but i feel there was a paper once that literally mm. just had none of the culture element and it was just all about identity it was all identity and i was like because i was saying to the students you've you've got to revise everything you've got to revise everything you just don't know what's going to come up and they went well, what about this paper do they do one year identity and one year culture i said no it doesn't work like that it just so happens <laughs> so I, and then but that isn't that true again yeah, for it, it you know it, all the topics you can like revise it and then they just pick that one bit and that's why we mm. can't guess what's going to come from the exam paper because you mm. could spend you know three months studying all these great things in in crime deviance and actually yeah. they just ask you questions on something relatively quite small yeah. like you know i can't think class Mar or something marxist views yeah. of yeah yeah, yeah. Well, you'd this love that though, Duncan, wouldn't you? <laughs> I, would, I would but you know you're right the, the, then all the stuff you'd learned about you know i don't know crime prevention or whatever would would seem uh that you couldn't bring it in which you know is, as but you can so, sometimes so, you can you can sometimes but yeah it's the same with every topic yeah i was just thinking that if you know you were correctly making it seem very contemporary and lively and stuff and the question won't always support the <laughs> support the um, but that's yeah, as I say, that's true true of all of it and you could and part of your value part of your evaluation could be you know that bring in the more contemporary stuff couldn't it yeah. And I was going to say, it's a quick thing as well. It could be the contemporary stuff. Is I just, I was just thinking, and this is almost a different podcast, which we actually are going to have a podcast about with another oh, guest, um, is that balance between are we teaching for the exam mm -hmm. or the love of learning? And so actually, yeah. yes, you might not be assessed on it, but actually, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's that love of learning as well. So Yeah, and the integrity of the subject, you know, yeah, it's, yeah, it's not just about... At the moment, obviously, probably at the top forefront of people's minds is the uh, three exams um, that are coming up. But yeah, absolutely, a lot more than that. Definitely. Anyway, it sounds really good. I th I think if I were teaching it now, mm. well, that's a good question. Go and do. It. I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure because I I love global development, but I think I'd possibly do culture and identity and stratification if it were me now. Um, mm. And right. well, the first reason rather goes against the marvellous point that you just made then that it's not all about the exam which is they've got to include these sort of synoptic um, connections throughout anyway and cultural identity and stratification and differentiation are big parts of those um, synoptic links so I just feel like you know they would support their learning of everything else so much better I gen genuinely don't think you'd have to teach much 
theory, separate theory if you've taught cultural identity and stratification. I think that would cover most most sociological theory. Just need to bring it a bit more into methods. Um, for example, so that would be <laughs> that would be one reason. But also, I suppose you know, with stratification differentiation, you got your Marx Weber um, key points with a you know cultural identity. You could bring in your nice interactionist stuff and postmodernist stuff, and I feel like they've learnt quite a lot of sociology then whereas you know some sometimes you might feel that they're, they're learning a lot of really interesting stuff but it's perhaps a little narrower when they could if they go on to do sociology at university they might have you know everyone will have gaps and obviously some people go on and i i did a sociology degree without having done sociology a levels and and lots of people do that so lots of people go to university without having heard of cooley or whatever but but, but it's good if you have done <laughs> that's, that's, that's yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't, I, I don't yeah. think I did. Though I did it at A level, I don't think I did. It's actually reason. Mm. Looking at my book, I'm looking at this is one of my my first. Like, you know, when you get these little readers, and yeah. I um I love it. I literally love it because it was my first. Maybe that's why I teach it because it's my one of my first things I got taught. And I remember doing um Alfred Schutz. Did I said it correctly or not? Oh, I don't know. I'm not being good with the so. old name. And I just remember thinking, oh my gosh, this makes so much sense to me. And there's like, yeah, yeah it's just some really. Yeah, I'm just I can't even find it now. Oh look, class status and passing Max Weber there. Well, you know, go. I just yeah. yeah, and I just I love this book. I love it because it's yeah. just like it just reminds it, me of that. Yeah. Some of the core things. I think sometimes, as much as we critique the theory, sometimes we, we do need the, the old school theories as well. Mm-hmm. You, you know, we understand it's like a it's um it's the building blocks, isn't it? It's the building yeah. blocks, definitely. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Similarly, similarly, in my first year at university, I had Laurie Taylor. I think I've said this before. But I had Laurie, mm. Laurie Taylor, and he did the kind of. Um, well, I think I think it was under the heading of social psychology at the time, but you know, it was the kind of a lot of the interactionist and um, type content, and you know, as a result, like Goffman's like burnt into my brain, um, in a way that you know. And also, it's a, bit, well, also it's a little bit cooler, isn't it? I mean, cooler, not cooler rather than cooler. Like, yeah. As in, like when you learn about it, like you think of all the other studies, and then you hear about like the jazz music scene, <laughs> and it's all like, oh wow, like this yeah. is interesting. Um, yeah. It's just a bit more. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's what I thought when I when I took social yeah. degree level. First of all, it's just a bit it, more like excited. Yeah. yeah, and I think the slightly abstract nature of it. Um, it's quite engaging isn't it if you if you want to be engaged by it i can see how it might put some some people off if they're basically just wanting some lists to learn <laughs> but, but, but the slightly sort of more uh, slightly more philosophical aspect of it is quite yeah. quite engaging isn't it um yeah it feels similarly about some of the marxist ideas actually you know but it's you know, quite challenged you know so you want to be sort of challenged by ideas don't you rather than it just being oh yeah Oh, I love it. I love being confused. I've, I've got this concept that one day when I ever write a book, it'd be comfortable with confusion. Like, I, I literally feel more confused now than I did when I was, like, show my age, but 1998, no, 1996 when I took sociology for the first yeah. time. I thought the world, I thought I was going to say, you know, what did I think? I was going to think I was going to change the world and, you yeah. know, going to be out there, you know, Marxist, well, triple system feminist, that was it. It was, it was all sorted. Uh, and then as obviously you get older, everything becomes a lot greyer. But I quite, I like being confused. I quite like not having all the answers. And I like, I like that feeling. So, um, yeah, I suppose it goes back to what you're saying. It's what you want to, 
what you feel comfortable with teaching as well so yeah so I, I was just going to mention as well we've got that um just because you mentioned about the sensitive nature of some of the content we have got mm. that free cpd course from teach to you about teaching sensitive topics and sensitive and controversial topics and i guess that might be uh useful if you were going to um have a, have a go with cultural identity because there are definitely some sensitive and controversial topics in there mm-hmm. um yeah um and there is i think it's probably one where you do want to make sure you've put some thought into that and you're not just mm-hmm. finding the textbook and this is how it is sort of thing you want to have thought this is this is sensitive um yeah and also, yeah. do you know what I quite like about it? I'm keep on talking, don't I? Do you know what I've also liked right. about it? Is that things have changed so much from... So, like, I'm, obviously I haven't talked to you for ages. So, like, for example, I think about the word gender. And I remember thinking, teaching this... Like, obviously, I've talked to you for ages, but as in mm. culture not from a cultural and gender perspective. And I think it was quite nice. So I haven't taught it probably for a good 10 years. Um, and I remember, like, the concept of... Although it obviously existed, the world of like non-binary, there wasn't the language, and now there is. And I, I quite, I just love, I love the fact that sociology has progressed so much. I, I feel that that's another side bit to it. I'm like, wow, like we have, you know, sometimes you feel like there hasn't been much social change, and then you teach something, and you think, oh my gosh, that actually has. Like, yeah. I remember when like same-sex marriages became legalised in the UK, and now obviously, sort of, you're ten years on from that, and you're like, wow, like. How's that? How was that even yeah. a debate? Like, and so I just, yeah, I think there's another beauty of it is that actually mm. you've seen the social, you can see the social change that's happened, yeah. um, and obviously as well. So, um, yeah, mm. that was it really. <laughs> was no, no, and, and yeah, and I think there is, I suppose the the sort of flip side of it is that there's the risk that you teach it based on, you know, perhaps the the norms and values of 20 years ago mm. or whenever it was that we kind of had our fixed ideas about some mm. of these issues um and and that we don't sort of address um kind of where they where the kids are you know you were saying about you know quite often on some of these questions about identity and things they're they're ahead of you know they're teaching you in a way <laughs> i think we had this conversation before that they're seeing things on tiktok and think yeah you know, concepts that we're not particularly familiar with but they're you know that they're they're very much um engaging with on a on a on a sort of daily basis and and um you know it'd be easy to ignore that i think um and mm. easy to ignore recent social change you know sort of there to be a kind of year zero when the textbook was published or or or, or, or whatever it might be yeah. mm. Anyhow, I'll leave, we'll, we'll leave us with that. But yeah, good to talk. Good to talk. Good to talk. <laughs> yeah, definitely. No, it's been really interesting. I so yes, I, I I probably would do cultural identity. I think no, partly I think because I'm just a little bit bored of families. <laughs> I, 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 didn't, I didn't say that by the way. I didn't say that. I don't mean my own family. I don't mean my own family. <laughs> um, <laughs> I also I also like work poverty and welfare, but that might be a discussion for another time. Maybe we could get maybe we could get someone else in to discuss the uh, yeah. the uh, the benefits or otherwise of work poverty and welfare. I'm not. I probably wouldn't do health, but I can see why some people do. Um, yeah, it's I quite just I don't, it's quite interesting. I don't. I wouldn't just because I don't feel like I know enough about it. Not no. because I because I never actually have ever even at university. You know, when you pick up modules, I don't. Yeah, yeah. Even took it took modules. So, no. Yeah, so I it's something like I've. I'd, yeah. Disturbance maybe to it. 
it's something I've taught when I've taught on sort of health and social care type courses and we've done the sociology of, of health and social care. So I'm kind of familiar with quite a lot of it and it's quite interesting. But I think it's one where it's a good one to do where perhaps you've got students who are interested in going into that that field or whatever. Um, mm. But work poverty and welfare is interesting because it's it, that and stratification, I suppose, are the most political and I quite like me quite like my political sociology but no i'd be tempted to do cultural identity if i were offering it now there we go on that note thank you very much katie thank (laughs) you very interesting and uh thank you yeah and uh i'll see you soon all right yeah definitely got some exciting podcast book by the way i just wanted to say that yeah no seeing that looks really good what's coming up all right cheers all right take care Bye. bye the sociology staff room is brought to you by tutor to you sociology Find us at tutortoyou.net forward slash sociology or follow us on Twitter at tutortoyousoc or Instagram at tutortoyousoc. You can also join our very lively Facebook groups for sociology teachers. See you soon.